Hello listeners and welcome to a brand new episode of Injury Time. Taking you through the next few minutes, talking about football across India and the world will be me, Naveen, in the company of Sandeep. Hello. Sandeep, uh, what a week we have had in Bangalore in particular. Albert Roka has finally taken over as the head coach of Bengaluru FC. Yes, he's finally come down, uh, had a press conference, he spoke awesome. a little bit. And uh, we would like to play a small clip of that for you what he had to say in the press conference and uh, yeah. before we talk about it so exactly we'll just uh, go ahead with the uh, the audio clip uh, first before we move on with our discussion about what roka would turn out to be at bfc isn't it yeah there we go i think we are in uh, now analyzing you know because uh, we have been here from two days ago so it's uh, not easy for sure uh, for the last 15 days we have uh, seen a lot of videos of the team so we know more or less the players and we know uh, the, the weak points and the, the strong points that the, the team has. So uh, now we are in the way you know, to reinforce these positions that uh, we think that uh, the, the, the team needs. And for sure we have also to in, implement a, a philosophy that we are bringing from Barcelona, which is for sure it's different than uh, last year. And I have to adapt, I have to adapt to the situation. Uh, for sure, you know, uh, I am not come here to, to play as a Barcelona, you know, because uh, the difference there is a lot of difference, and I have to adapt uh, up to, to their uh, skills and to their talent. And uh, but I'm ready for that. You know, it's not the, the first I, I have been in a, in a, in El Salvador, which is a country similar in, in, in talent in terms of talent. So and we succeed there, and everybody was uh, really happy with our work. And so I am now very open here to do the same. So that's what Roka had to say about adapting to conditions here in India and the players which he has at his disposal here at BFC. How difficult will it be for him? Um, from what he had to say. He has found out what is a good thing, what's a bad thing about the players already because he's watched the video analysis. He's just uh, started training on Monday. Um, so we haven't we haven't actually watched any of his training sessions because he recorded this prior to that. So anyway, um, the major thing for him will be to find a middle ground between adapting to his players and the players adapting to him. Although I think he'll have to do a lot more of it because he's not used to the kind of talent that we have here, which is, but we, he, he did say that he is still, you know. He's willing to adapt. Yeah, he, of course he is. He did yeah. say that he will have to adapt mm. because he's come from school. Even his, he has an assistant with him, uh, Carles, and he's also, you know, Barcelona Academy. Uh, he was the head of, he was the, head youth of the youth academy and had. then moved on with Raikard and Roca and then exactly. continued the journey. So he's come up with an mm. assistant also. So both of them have really, really strong Barcelona influence. But uh, he, I think it won't be that difficult for Roca to find a middle ground when it comes to BFC because the players right now that he has at his disposal are pretty good if, yes, by, they by are. Indian standards. Yes, they are very good. Mm. And uh, yeah, I would say sometimes even some of them even more so than Indian standards. Mm -hmm. uh, they are a good bunch of players. Mm. But uh, what I, I personally feel going into the next season is Ashley Westwood's uh, way of tactical approach to the game is pretty, you know, uh, how to win the match. If he has to kill the game to win the match, he'll do that. A very utilitarian mm -hmm. way of playing football. Uh, there's nothing wrong Probably in that. Probably a reason why we saw too many faces of uh, BFC style of play. Yeah, so he, in the past uh, he adapts to the opposition and exactly. the needs and the future needs also. He rests the players, rotates a lot. So we'll have to see what Roka brings in, which will be probably a little bit more position based. 
and it depends on the, the foreigners he's bringing in. Uh, yeah, from the rumors we hear, maybe one of them is a Spaniard. So. Exactly. And if it's a position-based player, I'm pretty much confident that someone like an Alvin George will get a longer run in the team. Something that we are yes, eagerly looking forward to. We have been trumpeting exactly. Alvin George for a while. Uh-huh. Extremely uh, talented player. And a guy who's good with the ball. Yeah, very technically very sound. Probably one of the better technical players mm-hmm. in India. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first, uh, the preseason started this week, and in September they have their first competitive match. Is this the right time for Roka to come in with such a big match at uh, first up for him? See, it's baptism by fire. <laughs> to, to a certain extent, he has a very big challenge on him. Uh, we are not sure what to do, what what plans he can make, and you know, it's still six and, six and weeks. And of what we've heard till now is that there might not be any preseason friendlies also because it's a pretty packed schedule. No, he needs to have a match sessions at the training ground. Exactly. He needs to have it because the players have to adapt to mm-hmm. the kind of you know the style that he wants to play. So mm-hmm. he needs to have a, and but I guess they'll play some friendlies here and there at least with the local teams or something. They need to get the match fitness. It's one thing to be fit in training. It's a whole other thing to be match fit. So. Was uh, quite an exciting time for BFC uh, with Roka finally coming in and taking over char- taking over the charge of the team as the head coach. Yeah, let's see, let's see. Let's I'm see how pretty excited so. about. Def- definitely, finally a Barcelona man coming. I think yes, uh, a guy who will be much more excited is Sunil Chetri, a big Barcelona fan. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always wanted to play the Barcelona way and finally he's getting to play under Roka. So yeah, he'll be pretty excited. Let's see what he's got to say sometime in future. But moving on from uh, from Bengaluru FC to the national team. Steven Constantine is back in India after a vacation and they have a camp going, camp on, in going Delhi. on in Delhi. Players are busy. Good signs for football, isn't it? Yes, yes. Uh, very good move by him because they were all sitting idly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a few weeks from now, the training first session and the pre-season, yeah, pre-season camp for the, the ISL will start. Super League will start. So, they, he's brought in all the national team players except for the ones from Kolkata and Bangalore because they have right. their own league matches League's happening there. Right. So and the local league in Kolkata is quite huge. Yeah, they have if you don't win there, you get sacked. <laughs> that's happened in the past <laughs> yeah but uh, let's not know, yeah let's not say anything right now I think you know because it's a big it's a very important league for them the, to win the local exactly. league just like the Goan league for, for the Goa club so and BFC with their uh, AFC commitments they to have uh, stuff but like one good thing the players are busy they have yes, they've they been yeah, they're playing and she, like you said being match fit is totally different from being fit and these sessions camps like this help them to be match uh, match fit if not not only fit no, even if it's not for he's not preparing for any match per se mm-hmm. it's just nice for them to have you know uh, another camp with the national team helps with the bonding is mm-hmm. uh, like it, it's a good sign it's a good thing that he's done it and uh, hopefully with the you know going forward you'll mm-hmm. have a few friendlies that are being proposed yeah there are few rumors going on that india is due to play sri lanka sometime in august and a friendly on a fifa date against puerto rico here in india in november good yeah, yeah exactly so they have marked out the november calendar mm-hmm. hopefully that comes through it's proposed at the moment when there's no official there's no confirmation official confirmation from the iiff as of now yeah so um, let them come play because now they have to play it's one thing to play against the team at their own level now they have to play teams higher and Puerto Rico is higher in terms of ranking. Exactly. That's what I heard. I'm not mm-hmm. particularly sure. I think and you said it's 107. 107 in the on the FIFA charts as of now. Yeah, so 107 good. You even if you don't win that match, to have that experience mm-hmm. will help them. And but Sri Lanka, I don't I don't know if Sri Lanka is on a FIFA date. I don't think it is. They are. They, they are no FIFA. FIFA uh, not on FIFA days, but just a 
prior practice before you go into that Puerto Rico match. No, fair enough. That that cons- too is good for your exactly. Team, yeah. You have matches under your belt that always does good to your confidence. Yeah. Moving on from Indian football to the European leagues, uh, due to start pretty soon in August now. Uh, first of all, apparently a big transfer coming in last week. Gonzalo Higuain moving from one Italian team to another Italian team. From yeah, Napoli yeah, to Napoli Juventus. Juventus. So, what do you make of it? A big signing. Huge money. Huge money. <laughs> if you look at Juventus, they've got Benatia this time on loan. They've got Dani Alves. They've got Miralem Pjanic from Roma. So, they've signed they good players. Yeah, Dybala is already there. Mm-hmm. So, they have already been probably the strongest side in mm-hmm. England, in Italy. And strongest Italian side in the Champions League Champions also. League, exactly. So, uh, the quote-unquote, the, the hope, hope for them by signing mm-hmm. Higuain is to, you know, go and uh, win that European title that they haven't won in quite a long quite time. Quite a long time, no. So, but the problem with Higuain now is he's got, he's got 35 goals in the league. He scored uh, goals in the league before also. But his Champions League goals to game ratio is not that great. And even when you compare yeah, and in the World International, Cup, international also, he's, when he plays for Argentina. I, he's not a choker, but he doesn't reach the levels expected of a striker who scores 30, 20, 30 odd goals a season. So, can he convert his league form into the European level? And that is something that we have to see. But what's Hopefully the difference he's much when, more comes, uh, when you come to play, play in Italy and when you play in... Champions League are more or the same team, but when it comes to opponents, like when you play against, you know, when it's in the league, you and you are a team like uh, Juventus. You are so much stronger than you know the your uh, direct rivals in Italy. So when you're coming to the Champions League, you're playing with teams that are pretty much your level or beyond. A level your, playing field there. Yeah, level or maybe even beyond. If you look at teams like uh, PSG or Barcelona, Real Madrid. Oh. So, that's going to be a huge challenge for them going on there. But we have to see, Higuain, I don't know if he's the guy who's taking them, you know, across that threshold to and win the giving them finally but, a Champions League. Yeah, but they have another Argentine in Dybala who's a yeah, uh, wonderful, wonderful striker. Exactly. He scored, uh, I think, 20... Like late 29, 20s. 29 yeah, something a, like a that. goal yeah. less than what Iguain scored last Iguain scored 35. 35. So 29 for him, not bad, bad number. No, no for, for a season. But Iguain, yeah, Iguain scored 36 in 35 or something like that. He scored. He's got the highest number of exactly goals in the league for years. Hmm. He's broken the record. Yeah. Uh, moving on from Juventus <coughs> to another club that made, made some smart signings this season and this time from England. Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough is excellent. Five, coming back, coming back to the Premier League and making such great signings. They have done a very smart business. Mm. And the guy I'm most excited to see is Victor Fisher. And not Negredo? Uh, no, not Negredo. We've seen Negredo we've play seen. before. And we know what he's about. Mm. But Victor Fisher, I think, can be the breakout signing of the season. But if you look at the signing, they've got Gaston Ramirez back. Exactly. He's lost. He has had a great season in Southampton a few years ago. Mm. Lost his way. But now he's come back. Hopefully, he can get back to the kind of level that he mm. used to have before. And then they have experience in Victor Valdez, in Barahan, wow. in Brad Guzan. Brad Guzan is a very short signing from them. Hopefully he starts in, uh, ahead of someone like a Victor, uh, Victor Valdez. I would put uh, Guzan mm-hmm. because Guzan was really, really good mm-hmm. despite he got relegated with, uh, you know, But Nassim. even with this signings and the team that Millsboro ha- has at his disposal, do you really think that they can challenge for the top six or no. the top seven no, spot? No, no, no. It's really difficult no. or do you have another Leicester story happening this time? Uh, no. See, Leicester was a one-off. At least that's the way I see it. Maybe if they do it again, we'll mm. be surprised. Not again. Leicester, but some other team. No, last year, Burnmouth had a good season. Mm. They just finished, you know, a couple of spots above the relegation zone. Mm. And, you know, maybe they can come close to the top 10 mm. finish. 
it's very difficult for because they have a lot of players who have not played the level of Premier League yet. Mm-hmm. So it's it will be an eye opener for them. Exactly. These signings will help them, but mm-hmm. you know I don't see them. Mm-hmm. I don't see them getting relegated also. Uh, Bournemouth. Yeah, not Bournemouth. Uh, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see them back. It's been years. Exactly. I used to like their team. Quite and, some yeah. time and Middlesbrough and all at the time. Finally back in the Premier League. It will be quite exciting to see them. Another English team that has made one. Close and good enough signing is this time. It's the signing of a manager, Sunderland taking in David Moyes. Yeah, I mean David Moyes has a lot to prove, but uh, hopefully he can do because he's been successful in Everton. Whatever mm-hmm. you say about him, yeah, odds are always against him in United. Mm-hmm. And he uh, had a big shoes to fill when he went. Yeah, Ryan Sochera also is not a very yeah. easy place for an mm-hmm. Englishman to go and you mm-hmm. know adapt to. But what hopefully he can do that. But Sunderland. They've always played, you know. They've always been in that uh, struggling yeah. line of the. They've been there for a while, and uh, from what I understand, Allardyce before he left was not happy that the transfer sum that was promised was reduced exactly. by half. Right. And so, I don't know what. And for me, do. it won't be a surprise if Sunderland finally goes down this time round because they've always been in that threshold. Yeah, sooner or later your luck runs out. Exactly. But I hope they do. Mm-hmm. They do make some good signings mm-hmm. or at least because they do have good players. Mm-hmm. It's not that they don't. They do have good players. Like Defoe and all is a very good player. Quite a number. And Lee Catamol also, I would. They have. Although he gets yellow carded and all, mm-hmm. but he's a very mm-hmm. hard man to beat in the midfield. Mm-hmm. So they're not a bad side. They just mm-hmm. are a badly managed side. Mm-hmm. But so let's see if that changes some organisation. Something yeah, that. But uh, if Sunderland has lost half the sum that was promised to them for signing. United has no such problems. They are willing to spend as much as they want to get a certain ball bomb. Yeah, I'm not going to lament about inflation again. <laughs> but uh, if the my the point here is Pogba is in his early twenties. Okay, he's coming in. He's got, oh, I think it's a hundred and ten million bid that's happening right now. So hundred and ten yeah, million. Yeah, ten million more than what was last week. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the prices Just are keep yeah, going up and yeah, up. it's up and down. <laughs> so anyway, ballpark hundred million. Ah. So he goes for a hundred million. He's got he's a young guy. He's got years ahead of him to prove that, but he's coming in with the pressure of being the you know most expensive signing signing in the world. And especially and when it's a midfielder, so he doesn't have the you know the, the power. Liberty. Yeah, liberty for the power. He can play badly exactly. and you know score goals and they'll be fine. Mm. But for him, he has to show what he's all about in midfield. And that's a immense pressure. And with the English media, exactly. kind especially of this being in England, the yeah, they will. First five games, if he doesn't do well. Yeah. He's going to be having a hellacious time about this, but let's hope it doesn't happen to that. Because you, if you saw last year, Di Maria started well, then he had some personal problems, robbery in his house, mm-hmm. the tactics didn't work for him. With uh, yeah, with uh, Louis Van Gaal, they deemed him as a failure. Stripped him off after one year. Yeah, he's, PSG, he's, he has been he's fantastic in PSG. Back yeah. to what uh, Di Maria was. Yeah, that's about. all. But it's English England with that media. I don't know. They just are very very uh, you know. Hound, like hound kind of a mentality. Just, just, to, yeah, just go and hammer the per player for not playing well. Mm. But hopefully that doesn't happen to him. But if uh, Pogba does turn out to be a good signing and a good player for United, I think I they, think he will. To be they, fair, there they will be a certain bunch of United supporters would would feel that why did we let him go in the first case? Uh, that was a pretty you know the story is out there. Ferguson mm. and he didn't get along and he demanded too much money and all those things on the side, but. It's okay. Once you start winning, I don't think any fans will be like, whatever. Madis came back to Chelsea. Nobody said a word. So. Right. So if he starts playing well, everything is fine with United and with Pogba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, money is speaking for most of the clubs across Europe. 
one team that is quietly doing its business with not big name signings is liverpool ஒரு <laughs> of the other signings that he brought in of that level and the youth players that he brought up nuri nuri sahin i think was already there at that time uh, godse came up through his through the ranks at that time humels was from bayern munich brought took him out alone and then confirmed the signings exactly the, so he builds the team so his team is still there in dortmund so it's nice to see a manager coming out and you know get giving taking that chance and he's he's got a couple of youth players i saw him play against chelsea in the a number of them yeah like okay it's pre season but he's got a couple of youth players mm-hmm. up his uh, you know mm-hmm. a trump card up his sleeve so he can and play he, he's been brave enough to loan out a number of and uh, and let go of a number of youth players in the in the ranks of brad smith and the li- likes of uh, jordan yeah. i guys who had a decent enough season last time round they he's let let, he, let he's, go of them he, he's going to make a team that's going to suit him right like his style of play so uh they always clean house managers will come they'll always clean house they'll bring in the ones they want so. but do you think this is a make or break season for uh, jurgen klopp given no. given that no. he's had a whole summer summer season under him a full pre season one full summer window to sign the kind of players he wants i don't think it's a make or break season you have to give klopp time it'll take him 2 3 years mm-hmm. to completely change the turn that liverpool for a long time have not been at the level that they should be except for that one season one, when one suarez season. and sturridge was really exactly. really good mm-hmm. but otherwise they have had that difficult up and down up and down kind mm-hmm. of a thing change in managers so should, probably 3 years and the next season will be what klopp will be all about he'll bring the players and everything right. hopefully he can get something done this year mm-hmm. team looks nice mm-hmm. i am especially happy with the saido mane signing and vinyaldum so i haven't seen much, <coughs> much of uh, them playing together it ha- might happen this time round and when that works out Who playing together hmm? the whole uh, liverpool bunch playing then with with the new guys because even in pre-season but they just got signed no no uh, even after getting signed the players were not playing that much in the pre-season matches oh, the three like ma- yeah the it's three okay ma- pre-season pre-season matches yeah. that happened you try to experiment a lot there yeah i, I especially like the antonio conte's experiment with ruben loftus cheek mm-hmm. is playing him up front as kind of a withdrawn striker who goes up when the team has the ball and drops into midfield when they're defending so and loftus cheek we thought he was a mid center midfield kind of a player that's what he's always played but uh, this experiment looks like it's a good one yeah so yeah, hopefully that will work out well yeah season just close to 2 weeks away from oh yeah it's just 2 weeks away i'm very excited everyone's ex- excited england yeah. has top managers this time round yeah i'm yeah. also excited about uh, the la liga thing it's just another movie away from us another movie i think it starts a week after the movie season week ha huh. okay one week i said movie and i said come on you need to hear properly okay okay oh he said another more week huh. oh, okay fair enough i'm sorry <laughs> so yeah that's all i think we have for uh, and this episode of injury time or have you missed out on something no i think that's pretty much it so yeah nothing much happened this week if you look at the Mm. He expected Pogba deal to be done by now. Nothing. He expected few Hopefully, more signings. Pro- probably by like next week. We expected Arsenal to make some signings. But like Arsenal might be Chelsea to make some signings. 
Oh, the, did you hear that thing about uh, Lacazette? Like I, I think that's how he pronounced his name from Olympic Lyon, the mm-hmm. striker. So, uh, Arsenal offered them 33 million or something around that range and they wanted over 40. And they released a statement saying, this is the offer we got, this is what we think is the minimum worth of this player. And uh, I read in Guardian that Arsene Wenger deems him, the striker, the, like I said, to be along the similar lines as in terms of you know talent-wise as Michi Batshuayi. Oh. So Chelsea played 30, uh-huh. 32, 33 million for him. Uh-huh. So he'll only play that much it seems. And Batshuayi is younger. <laughs> And this is less experienced. I I don't understand that. Uh, what what is a I don't understand think? that logic. And at the same time, if rumor is to be believed, and I'm doing air quotes and people can't see it, but I'm doing it anyway. If rumors to be believed, they are trying to get Mustafi from Valencia, and is. But that's been happening for quite some time. Yeah, but his release cost is forty two million. Mm-hmm. Why would you play? If, like, if you are going to put value f- by comparing two players, how is it that you pay forty two million for Mitch, uh, this guy, mm-hmm. Mustafi? As a centre back, I don't, I don't understand, but I don't think he's going to pay forty two million anyway. Let's but you know, it's all rumours. Exactly, and let's not get into talk of inflation and get this episode done with. I think yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much have. it. Uh, this is a return back for us to our normal studio, again, quote unquote studio. <laughs> uh, hopefully next week. We'll we have, have something. We have something like in the works. Yeah, if, if, if it, it works, works out, out yeah, it'll, it'll be a nice be an episode. Yeah. Episode. Till then, have a great week. Yeah, have a uh, great week. Keep uh, watching football. Enjoy the game. Yeah. Until we are back next time. I think next week will be uh, when we. By the time we release this next episode, we'll have finished with Community Shield. Definitely. Yeah. So we'll have some something more to talk about. The seasons back. Yeah, we just. On the threshold of the season. Let's just move on. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Yeah.